Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in to Church Boy Confessions podcast on this lovely Monday morning. Lovely Monday morning. Please say that to yourself. Confess that to yourself. Get your head out of that really depressive state, out of that really dark state. I know a lot of things are not going our way, but hey, great is he in us and he that is in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. Um, Man, it's been tough, isn't it? It's been really annoying, isn't it? I mean, by now, maybe hopefully you haven't, you know, attacked one of your family members. Hopefully you haven't gone crazy in quarantine, but uh, we're all in this together nonetheless. And uh, of course, of course, as you probably may have already predicted, this episode is also going to have to, you know, it's relevant with what's going on right now, because I feel like we definitely, definitely, definitely all need the inspiration. Um, I really feel for the people who are alone right now. Um, last week I was alone cause I was like in my apartment and all my, um, uh, all my like roommates had moved out and everything. So I feel for everybody that's alone. Um, praying for you. Um, thankfully I was able to come back home like past, like this past Friday. Um, and I just love my family. So like, it's all Gucci right now, but, um, I feel for you guys that are alone, man. Keep your head up. Make sure you're not, please control your thoughts. Be very intentional about that. Stop overthinking. Um, it does not lead to any solutions. It only leads to you being in that state, um, longer. So please, um, take care of yourself, um, eat, handle your business. So what I want to talk about today, um, I will say this, that the top, like what I'm going to say today, some people won't like some, maybe it'll rub some people the wrong way. I don't want to confess that, but it has the potential to throw some people off. Maybe it'll rub some people the wrong way. Um, but I will say that as I speak on the topic that I speak on today, I do not want you to feel like I'm judging you. I do not want you to feel like, um, I'm attacking you and think, making you feel like you're less of a human, human being. Cause you may not have as much faith in God. Um, that's not how it works. Um, and to make that clear, I'm going to be talking about myself a lot. So this, this, uh, episode is going to be me critiquing myself because last week I was in a really bad state with everything that was going on. So bear with me. Um, I think that everything that's going on right now, we've been given the opportunity to not disappoint God. Um, but unfortunately I know in my case and in many other cases, um, I believe that we have been disappointing or at least performing below our standard when it comes to our reactions to everything that's going on. Trust me, trust me. I'm guilty of this too. Um, I was one of those people who were very frustrated. I mean, there was just an onslaught of bad news that characterized, literally characterized, I mean, because of my own mindset, characterized last week. At least started off, they said, okay, your spring quarter is gone. We'll come back April 10th. I wasn't really tripping. I thought, okay, it's going to be a cool like month vacation. I'm cool with that. We'll come back April 10th. I'll finish out my senior year. But then you got the news that the entire spring quarter is gone. Mm, okay. That really hits because I'm a senior. That was supposed to be my last quarter period. And I now I don't have that anymore. And then a couple of days later, they say that, oh, you know, graduation is gone. And that, I'm not going to lie, that right there threw me off track when I, when, when they put out that announcement, that hit deep, that hit deep. Cause it's just like that day is supposed to like mean something to not just you mean something to your families. And it's like that, that day, I mean, I don't really got to talk about how important graduation is. You guys know what it is. You feel me? And like, 
thankfully we bullied them enough on Twitter um, and we got them to, you know, give us more options. So thank God for that. Um, I was alone. Mo- like one of the main reasons why I was alone is because one, I'm not ready to move out of my apartment. I'm not ready to say goodbye to UCLA completely. Um, my mindset was that I had three more months not to just move out and never go back now. It's just not happening right now to move back into my into my parents' house. I was even scared for a long time to come back because I was scared. Like they're saying that people got the virus and you don't know if you could have symptoms or not or whatever it might be. And I was scared that I could potentially come back and give it to my parents who are both over 50. Um, not to mention, I got some bad news just with like people that I love being um, sick, not with the virus, but just like some things that they've been battling. And it was an onslaught. It was an onslaught. Things were raining down on me. It was a lot. It was it was terrible. It was terrible. I felt really bad. Thankfully, my brother called me on the phone. And it's like, I'm not the type of person to really, like, cry that much. You know, I used to, like, be really cool with, like, crying in front of people and all that stuff. I don't know what happened. Like, that is just not really a thing for me no more. But my brother called me on the phone and I shed tears. Um, because it was just so frustrating. Everything was coming on at once and like I was sad and there was nothing that can be done about it. Like you ever be upset about something, but then it kind of, okay, it kind of wears off, but then it's like, damn, like this thing is still happening and there's still nothing I can't do. Like, and it don't matter if how much you're upset about it, how much you're frustrated about it, it's just not going to change. That's how I was feeling. And like, it's a really dark place to be in. Um, and, you know, I, I would read the word and I feel really encouraged. You know, I even like will record a podcast and everything. And then the next news would come and I'd feel really off and everything. And it's just like, bruh, who would have thought that two weeks ago, this is where I'd be at. This is not even the regular. I'm in the visitor's room in my uh, in my house back in San Diego. I'm not in my regular set. I'm not, you know, in my apartment where I have the whole, like, cool designs in the background. None of that's here. Like, it's just weird. We're all in quarantine. Can't go outside. Well, I mean, like, you know, you can, but, like, you know what I'm saying? You're encouraged not to. It's tough. It's tough. But I'm thankful because if you know me, you know I'm a firm believer that every time my back hits that wall, Every time my back hits that wall, God is right there to be with me. And I was reading verses and I'm flipping through things. And it's like sometimes I get encouragement, a little encouragement from here, a little encouragement from there. But I will say this. If you're not reading the word of God, this is a side note. If you're not reading the word of God with faith, then you might as well not be reading at all. Because you need faith in order to actually accept the word of God as truth. And it's only if you accept the word of God as truth that you can now operate by that truth. You can't just read it for fun or read it for literary merit like they do in public school, which is terrible. You have to actually have faith when you read this stuff. So thankfully, God spoke to me and he reminded me that, yo, every time in your life that so many things have happened at once and it's just been an onslaught, what did those things turn out to be? They turned out to be tests. And thankfully, I'm flipping through my Bible. And of course, I land on the perfect verse because God does that to me all the time. And Maybe you can relate. And this time it was Mark chapter four. If you follow us on Instagram, then you know that I talked about this a little bit um, on IGTV. And I said I was going to talk about it on the podcast. Mark chapter four, verse 35 to 41. And I'm going to read it right now. All right. 
Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. And we read, this is Jesus and his disciples. And, and, and the same day, when even, and when even was come, he saith unto them, let us pass over to the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm. Verse 37. And there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he and he was in the hinder part, he being Jesus. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Verse 39, and he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said, and Jesus, and he said unto them, why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? May God bless the reading and hearing and understanding of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. What manner of man is this? Ladies and gentlemen, I've read this verse before on this podcast. Different context, different backstory. Nonetheless, this passage remains relevant today. Previously, when I'd read this passage, I would, and subconsciously, because I don't consider myself a judgmental person, but subconsciously, I'd be kind of judging, you know, the the disciples. It's like, Jesus is with you. Jesus is not going to die in that boat, at the very least. Jesus is with you. He said, we're going to go to the other side. Why didn't you guys just believe in him? Sure, the storm was great, but you had Jesus, God in the flesh, with you. How could you be so faithless? And I will say, side note, I don't think the part that the part where the disciples messed up in this passage was that they felt fear. But it's the fact that they acted on that fear um, to where they actually started to question God and how much he loved them so much that they said, don't you care that we're about to die, that we're about to perish? They even had convinced themselves that it's the truth that they're about to perish. Don't you care? That's where they messed up. When they allowed the fear to influence their actions. Because they did mess up. That's why Jesus had to correct them in verse 40. What what did Jesus say? He said, why is it that you don't have any faith? Why are you so fearful? I would look at this place and I'd be like, man, like, what's wrong with the disciples? But then, of course, God let me spend a good seven days in the same state, similar state. Because I was in, in an actual physical storm. None of us are. But like, you know, similar state. This is like a really big storm. He allowed me to sit in that for days upon days. Help me understand that I'm no greater than these guys right here. And even though I may have not verbally expressed to God, why don't you care that we perish? My faith was no longer in God, bruh. I was scared and I was acting on that fear and the fear. And I'm not talking about the fear to where I'm washing my hands every second. Wash your hands, bro. But I'm talking about the fear where it's like. It's just distrust in God. 
What's going on? What's going to happen next? Oh my gosh, I'm so depressed. Oh, I lost out on this. I lost out on that. Oh, what happened to this experience? I never thought that this was going to happen. And I'm in a frenzy of self-pity. Um, and, and, I, and I forget, I completely forget the point that, yo, God is still in control. And I'm just going crazy. I'm going nuts. Look at what happens here. Jesus says in verse 35, let us go over to the other side. We're going to go over there. That right there should have been enough. I could think to the top of the year where it's like, maybe God told you it's going to be a great year. It's going to be a year of this, this, and that for you. But now it doesn't look like that because none of us saw this coming, just like the disciples never saw the great storm coming. When Jesus probably said that, he thought, okay, smooth ride. But he never said, Jesus never said it's going to be a smooth ride and we're going to go over there. No, no, no. He said, we're going to go over there. That's what he said. But right when the storm came, isn't it funny that the storm comes to contradict everything that God has been telling you? Isn't it funny that the storm comes right when everything in your life is starting to look great? Right when you probably have some direction and some clarity, when everything's starting to make sense. Isn't that annoying? So now your next your next thought is, okay, I got to react to all of this. But no, it's not about reacting. It's about responding because the disciples reacted. And they reacted with fear. They allowed fear to influence their actions. And they questioned God and said, don't you care that we perish? But that wasn't the right move. What your response should be right now is to have faith in God. The same thing that God told you before all of this happened stands. He didn't take back his words. He didn't lie to you. So it stands. This is the great storm. The coronavirus is the great storm. Show yourself how much you've grown. Show the enemy your faith in God, in the truth, in the word of God. I think one place you can highlight, another place you can highlight, is in verse 39. Peace be still. All Jesus did was wake up and say, peace be still. And what happened was a great calm. Everything stopped. Tomorrow. Look at this is the God that I serve. You don't have to believe this, but I believe this. Tomorrow, God can say stop. And every case of the coronavirus will end. Some people don't believe it. Some people think that's crazy. I don't care. My God doesn't have to obey your understanding of what makes sense. He doesn't have to obey your logic. Tomorrow, God can say, all right, that's done. That's done. Boop. Over with. Peace be still. Why he hasn't, when he will, I don't know. I don't have those answers. But just understand that he is still in control. He hasn't lost control. Even today, one of the guys in my church, I consider him, bro, like, God be speaking through this guy. And he said, like, bro, this is a similar situation to, to even Job, where the enemy comes and tells God, I bet you that if you shake the world just a little, if you allow the world to be shaken just a little bit, that all of your all of your children will just scatter and just be fearful and run amok. That only your ch- your children only serve you because you're protecting them because everything's going their way. 
And then God came, maybe God said, no, 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 that's not my kids or no, no, no. Like they're going to stay true to me. And then look at us now, dude, running amok. For those of us that believe, those of us that are Christians here, we should not be processing this the same as people who don't believe in God. That don't believe in God through Jesus Christ, bro. Don't disappoint God. Thankfully, he's a gracious God. Because I would say I've definitely disappointed. <laughs> if anybody's disappointing God, is is me. I, I've definitely, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. But thankfully, he's always there to forgive us. He's always there to welcome him back with open arms. In fact, he's just waiting, begging for you to just, hey, just let it go. Don't let the disappointment get to you. Yo, just re-up and let's get back to work. Don't disappoint yourself, dude. I think it's a time that we should see this all as a great opportunity to, yo, let's let's respond the right way. And you know, the really funny thing, the really funny thing I want to add about, was it, excuse me, I'm sorry. Was it two episodes ago? I talked about, excuse me, I'm sorry. Two episodes, um, get out your feelings. Watch that episode because this is going to connect to that. I read a place Early, like, you know, um, same place Mark 4, but this is like just a little earlier in the story. And it's funny because it, everything just ties in together. Right before this entire test happened, when they're on the water and everything and the great storm comes, Jesus is talking to them about the soils. Get out my feelings. Go to the episodes like two, three episodes ago. He's talking to them about the whole parable of the soils. And he's saying that there's different types of soils. There's different types of people that receive certain things, right? Receive the word of God. And he says, in ver- you can start at verse 16 and you can go to 19. You can go on your own time. But it's talking about the soil that there's some people that receive the word. But because the word has no roots in their hearts, that any tribulation or persecution comes, they let go of the word. They don't believe it no more and they run amok. Or there's those people who will receive the word, but then the cares of this world, toilet paper, <laughs> the cares of this world, the lust, the, the deceitfulness of riches will just come and take the word out. What type of soil are you? Please read Mark chapter, just read Mark chapter four, the entire, the entire chapter, please. That's, that's your homework. Please read Mark chapter four, the entire chapter. What do you do? Because it's easy to say that you have faith. It's easy to say that you believe in God and you believe in the truth when it's something inspirational I'm talking about. But now I'm talking about putting your faith into action. What does it now look like for a person that has the utmost faith in God to live during the coronavirus period? Now, let's let's wind it back a little bit, because what I don't want you to do is go and lick a bus stop bench. And start touching your face after touching. That's foolishness. Having faith is not is not the same thing as being foolish. Understand that. I'm not telling you to go do stupid stuff. What I'm telling you is to not allow the fear to influence you. Be careful. You can be careful. You can be conscious. But don't allow the fear to be the thing that destroys you. Don't do that. When the great storms comes, it's going to hit. It's going to be, it's, it, I mean, we're in it right now. It's hurting. It's, 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 it's going to hurt. 
don't don't be disappointed in yourself. Don't don't get upset because it hurts or don't feel like, oh, like because I'm in this pain, I'm not in this place where I want to be. No, just understand that you need to start seeing this entire situation as an opportunity. Let your faith reign. Don't let your fear reign. God is still God. He's still there. He still loves you. Now trust him. Trust him. Because he's still the one in control. Let's go into confessions. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, God, for this time period. We're going we're gonna to thank you through it, God. We're going to thank you for the opportunity, Lord. And we're going to thank you in advance for helping us to seize this opportunity, God. Lord Jesus, the person who is listening right now, who's watching right now, Father God, fill them up with strength, courage, bravery to move forward and not be swayed by fear. They can be careful. They can be cautious. They can be conscious of things. But that doesn't mean that fear is going to be the one that overtakes them, God. Help them to not question you out of fear and out of the lack of faith, God, but to just know that you are the one that has the control, that holds preeminence in all things. You are God alone. We don't have to fear. We don't have to be dismayed because you are our God and you love us so much. Help us to realize that we have power, love, and sound mind in Jesus' name. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, yo, stay in your home this week. Go to church this week. Get in your word this week. You can't say that school doesn't let you. You can't say that nothing lets you, bro. Read a chapter in the morning. Read a chapter in the evening. If you got questions, DM me. DM unassociated. DM my personal Instagram. Do what needs to be done, bro. Use this time wisely. We got. Oh, we literally have a, a editorial online. Use this time wisely, yo. It is what it is. Let's make it happen. Let's make it ha- there's stuff that we can't control, but that doesn't mean that we have to now sit here and just soak in it, bro. Like, nah, let's use this opportunity. Use this opportunity to make things happen. Love y'all. Have a wonderful week. Peace. <laughs>